0: So on the podcast we've been doing the Bible study of the tabernacle and we've dropped into the middle of a over a year-long Bible study that I've been doing with the local church here and we've dropped into the middle of that and so what I'd like to do is go back and revisit some of the first parts of that series to get people caught up and so hopefully what i can do is record this without the live audience without it actually being in a bible study and so that way we'll get a little better idea of some of the the ways that the bible connects into itself on this study i guess the first thing to do is to ask why would you actually study the bible and why study the tabernacle the answer to the first question, why study the Bible, is uh, found uh, in a, in a wonderful scripture, um, and that Jesus talks about Matthew chapter thirteen, and he goes through and if we start in verse 34 all these things jesus spake unto the multitude in parables and without a parable spake he not unto them that it might be fulfilled that which was spoken by the prophet saying i will open my mouth in parables i will utter things that have been kept secret from the foundation of the world and then jesus sent the multitude away and went unto his house And his disciples came unto him saying declare unto us the parable of the tares and so jesus goes through and explains the parable of the tares and so on and so on and then on verse 51 we pick it up it says uh, jesus said unto them have ye understood all these things and they say unto him yea lord then he said unto them therefore every scribe which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like a man that is a householder which bringeth forth out of his treasure things new and old and so hopefully this instruction in the word of God in the kingdom of heaven will bring out treasures new and old old from the established things and new from new understandings opened up to us now we also know that the tabernacle itself is worthy of study because Paul references it when he is talking to the Hebrews. Paul is explaining to the Hebrews about the high priest, and how Jesus has become the high priest, and has fulfilled fulfilled the old covenant, brought in a new covenant. And he says in Hebrews chapter 9, Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. This is from verse 1. For there was a tabernacle made, the first, wherein was the candlestick and the table and the showbread, which is called the sanctuary. And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had a golden censer, and the ark of the covenant overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna, and Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant. And over it the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat, of which things we cannot now speak particularly. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priests always went into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God, but into the Second, went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. The Holy Ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices, that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks and divers, washings, carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of Reformation. You can see that the tabernacle was there, and it was ordained by God, giving a way to salvation, or a way of salvation, for the people that were then present. And so by studying it, because the patterns of God don't change throughout history, we can understand principles for ourselves that are going to guide us into where and how God wants us to act, and the things that God has for us today. Because the tabernacle itself was not designed with the earthly design in mind, it was designed in the heavens, or it was a copy of what Moses had seen in the heaven and we can tell this if we just go back uh, to chapter 8 of Hebrews and it says in uh, well we'll start from the beginning now of these things which we have spoken this is the sum we have such a high priest who is set in the right hand of the thrones of majesties in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary, and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, and not man. So there's a true tabernacle that's in the heaven, and the earthly tabernacle that we can study, and the temple, if we get to the temple, that we can study are copies of the true tabernacle where Jesus is now sitting. And we can see this because it says, For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices whereof it is of necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer for if he were on earth he should not be a priest seeing that there are priests that offer gifts after the law who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle for see saith he that thou make all things according to the pattern shown to thee in the mount so there was a pattern shown to moses when he was in the mountain there was a pattern of the heavenly and because it was a pattern of the heavenly we know that it's also a pattern of ourselves Uh, and we can see this very clearly because paul also says that we are the temple of the holy ghost and we can see this in 1 corinthians chapter 3 which says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? And if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. So individually, when we receive the Holy Spirit, we become the temple or the dwelling place of God. But we know that this is not just something that is for the individual but the temple of God is also for the uh, the church. It says uh, in First Peter, chapter two. It says to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Uh, which uh, is the building that God is making in us personally, but also in the church, if you like, locally, and also in the church universally across the world and in the church across time, that he's making a dwelling place, a kingdom, for him to, uh, to 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 dwell in and to live in fellowship. And so studying back in the Old Testament and seeing how God laid out the initial plan to demonstrate in the physical realm what he was trying to achieve, what he had in mind in the spiritual realm in our lives in the lives of his church in the lives of his people and in the lives of his people across time and we can tell that from the book of revelations because in revelations chapter 21 it says and there came unto me one of the seven angels this is verse 9 which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues and talked with me saying, Come hither, I will show you the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away into the Spirit, into a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And so when he said, Here's the bride, here's the Lamb's wife, he shows him the city, the dwelling place of God, where there's going to be no temple there, there's going to be no... Uh, light needed in that city for the lamb is the temple and the lamb is the light and we are that city we are that dwelling place of God and so if we go back and look again at the tabernacle that Moses built in the wilderness we'll see patterns that God lays out that apply all through these different levels to Israel to us as individuals to the church to a local church a body of believers and also to the church universal if you like throughout all the ages all the saints are being built up as stones in the temple or in the dwelling place of God so this is why it's worth studying the tabernacle so what was the purpose of the tabernacle Well the purpose of the tabernacle is explained very clearly in Exodus chapter 25 where it says and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. So as we look at the construction, the measurements, the materials, the sacrifices of the tabernacle we should keep this in mind that the purpose of the tabernacle was so God could have a dwelling place among the people that he had chosen, the people of Israel. Now God was leading his people through the wilderness by a pillar of fire, by a cloud, and so this wouldn't be a temple, this wouldn't be a building that stayed in one place. This is a tabernacle, a tent that could be moved from place to place to place. God didn't just want to lead them and be outside of the camp by the pillar of fire and cloud but he desired something different. He desired to be not separate from his people, but to be at the center of their camp, and also to have a place of physical meeting where people could come, could bring their sacrifices, could bring their offerings. It was made up of three parts, the outer court, the holy place, the most holy place, and each place was sanctified, Each place was separated from the world outside. It was a place of consecration to God. And there was no part of the tabernacle in the wilderness that was not special or didn't have its own furniture dedicated to something particular in the service of God and speaking of something particular in our lives. So we find, as we saw in Hebrews, that the tabernacle was built based on the heavenly throne and we can find a description of that throne of God in revelations chapter 4 and 5 so for example from revelations chapter 4 behold a throne was set in heaven one sat on the throne and he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone and there was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like to an emerald And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunders and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And before the throne there was a sea of glass like unto crystal and in the midst of the throne and round about the throne there were four beasts full of eyes before and behind so this is the reality of the spiritual realm that John saw in the vision of revelations and as we look into what Moses saw and the tabernacle that he built we find echoes of what he sees the seven lamps the uh, four beasts the throne the sea of glass and God gave the pattern because it reflects that pattern in heaven and as we said not just the throne in heaven but the throne on earth our bodies being the dwelling place of the most high so it should have lessons for all of us the sacrifices that were offered should have lessons for us, the furniture used has applications on our lives. When we find this application, when we live this application, it's going to improve our spiritual walk if we can take that and we can make it a part of ourselves in a humble spiritual way, not in a knowledge that puffs up and that makes us louder and more um what shall i say more proud of what we know but that draws us close to god and so this is why we will be studying the tabernacle